Well, on the podcast today, I have a very old friend of mine, Brad Brady. Uh, We go way back to elementary school, and Brad and his adult life has been uh, involved in the educational system. So, Brad, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. Not a problem. I, you know, I take small exception to that word "old," though. You know, <laughs> well, I, I don't think we're that old just yet. Well, we we definitely are into <laughs> middle age. So, yeah, but, I mean, my kids will tell you that I'm old, of course. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah that goes with the territory. <laughs> uh-huh. But listen, as an educator uh, and and doing an interview with someone who's been involved in education, tell me a little bit about the impact that you've seen that teachers can have and that teachers should have in the lives of students. Give me give me some encouragement for people that think our educational system is awful, terrible. You know, tell me tell me the kind of impact that you as a teacher have seen in the lives of students. Well, I've got a kind of a, a different perspective than probably most educators in that um A, I've taught elementary, middle and high school. I've taught at charter schools, private schools and public schools. Um and on top of all that, I taught theater versus a math or a science. So uh, in, in, in that, in teaching theater, you end up working with students a whole lot more than most teachers do. Most teachers will see a student for that class period in one day, and then they go and they, you know, they'll see him the next day and the next day and the next day. But as a theater teacher, it's an elective. So those guys, need they want to be there and they like being there. So they're there for the class. They're there for after school. They're there for you know, um, plays, we take trips together. So we end up spending a lot of time, theater teachers spend a lot of time with their students. Um, And in many cases, I ended up spending probably more time with that student than their parent did in a day, Um, you know, more more hours in the day. Uh, And I loved every minute of it. Um, And the students loved every minute of it. And, you know, as I think most teachers are like this, but especially as an elective teacher, you know, your football coaches or your baseball coaches, your chorus drama, those of us that spend a lot of time with those kids, um, we end up being the the teacher, the mentor, the big brother, the dad, you know, the, the, the bank a lot of times or the psychologist. I mean, we become everything. Um, and I, I think I saw that most when I left teaching last year and I saw the reaction that my students had and it was crushing to me, absolutely wow. crushing um, because you don't really know what somebody means to you until you, until you walk away, I guess sometimes, you know, and that's kind of sad. But um, so I didn't realize the impact they had on me. and I didn't realize the impact I had on them until I'm ready to walk away. And they're going, wait, we need to tell you, you know, um, and it's uh it's it's big it's it's huge the impact that teachers have on uh on their students, but also the impact that those students have on the teachers is is massive it's just incredible well, I can imagine that uh, as as you know and as I shared with you before the interview, my parents have been in education for fifty years, my sister's been in education for twenty five years, uh-huh. and me as a senior pastor and of course pastoring lots of teachers and uh, and, and educators and administrators in the school system, it's hard for parents a lot of times to see the need for par- uh, teachers that are involved and teachers that really mm-hmm. give all that they can, as you said, to be the mentor, to be the brother, sometimes even to be the bank 
And so when we as churches pray for our teachers and when we as parents thank teachers that our kids have had, I'm sure for you that goes a long way and you need all the encouragement, all of the support that you can get. Absolutely, because, you know, anybody who's a parent can tell you that you don't really know if what you're doing is right until years later, you know, and and you don't know if, if your kids are actually listening to you until one day you kind of overhear them talking to one of their buddies in their room and they don't think you're listening and they tell their buddy the same thing that you've been telling them all those years and you go, oh, praise Lord, he actually listened to me. He was listening that day when we were talking, you know, and so you don't know that. And, And as a teacher, it's the same thing. I don't know if what I'm doing is right or wrong. I don't know if it's getting through. I don't know if that 1,000th time that I actually said the same thing actually sunk in or not until later, you know, and you see, you know, you see the students and now I've got students in their thirties, which is frightening, Um, you know, but you kind of see that and you, you watch them as they grow and as they're raising their children and, and as you have conversations with them, because I try to go out to dinner or lunch or something with my former students just to catch up and, and you just kind of sit there and you look at them as they're talking and you go, all right, I didn't do such a bad job. We didn't fail, you know? Yeah, that's right. So on that note, just thinking about parents and how they watch their kids grow through different transitions in school, and as you mentioned, you've taught elementary, middle, and high school, what advice would you give to parents that are on the journey of education with their kids for how they can stay involved, how they can support their child, and how they can make sure that their child gets the most out of their education uh, their, their time in school. I think one of the most fascinating things to me is watching elementary parents because everybody kind of knows that in elementary school you have dozens and dozens of parents that are willing to help and volunteer to do anything. They'll right. they'll file papers. They'll do whatever the elementary school wants. And then when you get up to middle school, you have about half of those parents are willing to volunteer. And then when you get to high school, Maybe an eighth of those students, of those parents are willing to, uh, to volunteer. And I find it baffling because to me, high school is when you need the parent the most. You know, wow. everybody seems to think that when they're growing and they're younger, that's when they need the parent. No, 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 no. That's just a cool time to be there. That's just cooler for the parent to be there as far as the child is concerned. But when you get into high school, man, oh, man, those kids need their parents more than ever before. There's so many things going on in their bodies and their brains. And there's, there's, I, 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 isn't it amazing that that's the time when kids don't want their parents around? Correct. But that's exactly when the parent needs to be there. That's when the parent needs to force their way in. I mean, I have seen it too many times to count the amount of students that walk in as a freshman and they're bubbly and they're light and they're happy and they're just loving life. And then a month later, they're dragging and their head is down and, mm. and they're just, their friends have changed. Everything about them has changed, but nobody's really noticed. You know, mom and dad haven't noticed, but, you know, and, and I, had, I had a student years ago and, and I, this exact same scenario, she was just this blonde, just, just bubble of life just walking in the room. And then a few months later, Everything was just dreary and, and, and just, it was, it was awful. And I said, what is going on? She said, well, you know, my group of friends that I hung with in middle school, just they decided that I wasn't cool enough and they all left me. So I went with this group over here 
and this group over here that I'm hanging out with now, they skip a lot, they, they do some drugs, and they, they do things that you're really not supposed to do. And I said, well, then why are you with them? And she mm. said, because they were the group that would accept me. Wow. But, you know, I mean, that's when the parent needs to just be on top of it. Volunteer in the, in the, in the classroom, volunteer in the front office, just simply being on campus. Even if you never see your child during the day, if they know that you're on campus somewhere, somehow, if you're mentoring another student in, in some way, some shape or form, or, or like I said, filing papers in the office, you're there. It's a right. huge, huge difference. And it's a time of life that, that kids need their parents the most. But it's the time that most parents walk away and they say, well, I want to give them their independence. Well, that's great and all, but they need you so much in high school, so much. Well, the time that you have been a teacher and the impact that you've had on students, you mentioned earlier that the students have an impact on you too. Mm-hmm. And I know that on Facebook the other day you uploaded a, a video of just your own personal imp- the the impact that a student that you just uh, saw that had passed away uh, the impact that that had on you. Why don't you tell me just as we kind of wrap up the podcast? Tell me a little bit about the ups and the downs of being a teacher and and the impact that students have made on you and really why that gives us hope for the future for other teachers that are maybe on the fence or maybe listening that are just starting out in teaching mm-hmm. and they're afraid maybe to get invested in the students. Tell me why you think that's so important and and how that has impacted your teaching career. I think, uh, I think you have to be – well, I think – I think to be a good teacher, you have to be willing to be vested in these students and not just in their their math grade or their test grade, but in their lives. Um, I have had multiple times in my career where I just couldn't get through to a particular student. It was just kind of being a pain or just wasn't really doing what I asked him to do. And so, I, you know, I kind of went the extra step and I kind of went around things and I said, all right, what does this kid do outside of this school? And this one kid in particular, I remember I found out he, he was a big soccer player. I didn't know that. I had no idea. So the next day in class, I said, uh, how was the soccer game the other day? And he looked at me and was like, what just happened? You know, how did you know that? And I, you know, and he didn't say it, but he looked at me with that look. And I said, yeah, I pay attention. I know what's going on. And so immediately we had a connection. And immediately he was, he was better for me. He started doing what I asked him to do because I took an interest in him not his grade, not his, you know, what was happening, you know, in that particular school right that moment, but in him as a person. Right. And I think that that is what teachers absolutely must be willing to do um, because that's when you can get through to your students. And that is when the students will start to trust you and to start giving back to you. Uh, and then they just kind of become putty in your hand and whatever you want, you can get, you know. Uh, and, I, and I think, um, you know, students – I, I always feel like I've learned more from my students than they've ever learned from me. You know, wow. um, it, it has taught me uh, humility. It has taught me patience because uh, you can't be a teacher and not have at least some patience. Um, you know, <laughs> no kidding. I mean, I, I got into it and probably didn't have enough patience, but over the years, they just teach you. They just kind of go, hey, you might want to slow down a bit. Just trust me. I got it. So it has taught me to be a better parent. Um, I think, you know, if you're going to get into teaching, 
You have to be willing to put in that extra time. You have to understand that you're not going to get paid for every little thing that you do. You're not going to get paid for the extra time you put in, but you realize that you do it because you love it and because you thoroughly are just completely vested in what you do and what these kids do um, and because nobody else is doing it. You know, a lot of times, sadly, a lot of times the parents are just kind of, hey, did you get your homework done? Sure did. Okay. And that's it. And that's the communication that they have. So the communication that I can have as a teacher with a student uh, is far greater than what a lot of parents are putting in. And that's why they just, they just you know, um, really attach themselves because they see that. You know, they see that, that you care and that you're willing to do that. And so they, they'll give you whatever you want. Man, that is amazing, and I, I appreciate you taking time out of your day to share that with me and to share that with the podcast listeners. Uh, I In the podcast, it's called Walk This Way, and I always try to encourage those listeners in some practical way to see the world a little different, to see it through the lens of Scripture, to see it through mm-hmm. how God has designed us to be, and as a teacher you know, obviously God has gifted you in how you invest in students and how you impact families and how you impact lives for many, many years to come. So, Brad, I mm-hmm. appreciate you taking time to share that, and I appreciate the impact that you've made and I'm sure will continue to make uh, throughout the rest of your life. So, man, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Well, it's not not a problem. It's my pleasure. Anytime, I'm, I'm here. Not a problem at all. Hey, this is Pastor Randy Johnson. Thank you so much for joining me for What's the Word? That show airs every Wednesday night at 6 o'clock on 101.9 WAIN, right here in the heart of Adair County in Columbia, Kentucky. Or you can catch the replay of What's the Word on my podcast, which is called Walk This Way. And you can find that in several different places. You can find it at anchor.fm backslash walkthisway on the internet, or you can find it on different apps and, and places that carry podcasts like iTunes, Spotify, Pocket Cast, and all sorts of Uh, places. You can find this broadcast. You can find messages that I've preached. And I just want to encourage you to make it a point to tune in, subscribe, and listen to all sorts of content that's on my podcast, which is called, again, Walk This Way. Thank you so much for joining me.